What's up, what's up? Coming live from Buns. It's Takeover Podcast Show. It's your boy, Superstar P, with Marcus Mitchell, Ricky Latt, and... What's up, what's up? Ricky Latt Sr. What it do, baby? <laughs> what it do? In the Pope, baby. <laughs> what's cracking like? Uh-oh. Oh, Uh-oh. This is going to be fun. Yeah, baby. This gonna got OG in the house. <laughs> oh, this is going to be All too ready. fun. So, fellas, what's been going on with y'all lately? Well, let's see. Let's start with Marcus Mitchell, man. What's going on with you? Man, I've been Rihanna and work, work, work. Um, that's all that's been going on with me. Just trying to get to the next tax, tax bracket, take uh-huh. care of the family, and uh, try to build a legacy, man. It's just constant grind. That's all that's been going on with me, constant grind, loving life, loving people, and just living. So, for the people that don't know who you are already, tell them who you are, you know, what you do, your businesses, and you know, let's give them a quick overview. Man, I am Marcus Mitchell. I'm a Shreveport native, born and raised in Shreveport, Louisiana, graduated from Woodlawn High School. I'm an Army veteran. I'm also a um, police officer and an entrepreneur. I own Bontons Coffee Bar in downtown Shreveport, and I also own Art Tipsy Wine and Art Bar in downtown Shreveport. And I'm a family man, man. I got a six-year-old daughter, and I got a fiance. Okay. That's me in a nutshell. Okay, oh, y'all make sure y'all come down here and support too, downtown Shreveport. Already. What's up, Fonton? <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Lat Jr. What it do? It's your boy Ricky Lat, man. Hey, make sure y'all tune in Friday at 9 p.m. going live. We were releasing the video for my new single, So Much Power, produced by Like O. We're having a video release party in Natchitoches, Louisiana at Small Town Stogies. Uh, uh, and then on top of that, October 5th, um, I, I was selected for the Louisiana Music Prize. So if you can, come out support that. That's October the 5th. Uh, doors open at 6. Show starts at 7. You, uh, you can get the tickets at www.prizefest.org. That's P-R-I-Z-E-F-E-S-T dot O-R-G. Uh, go under the music tabs, go, and then you can purchase the ticket from there. So, hope to see you there. Appreciate the love. Welcome to Soulville. Boom shakalaka. Tell me where they can find that album at, man. And you can find that album at all your digital media retail outlets. Uh, <laughs> iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, kunaki.com. Uh, just hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you feel the love is real. So, uh, just get at me. Now you know. Now you know. Look here, man. Ready. I think y'all owe me a bonus. Not only did I bring Ricky Lat Jr., I got Senior. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> What's been going on, Senior? Distinguished guest. A lot going guests. on, Doc. A lot going on, Doc. Just pleasure to be here and on this podcast. You know what I mean? Good to be in the Post City up here in Bon Ton and uh, just enjoying myself. <laughs> Look here. A lot of things that's going on, man. Uh, uh, right now, uh, I've been busy working on this campaign, running for state rep, and uh, trying to get the votes in, and uh, trying to help my people, man. You know, trying to get people um, uh, that's incarcerated, get them straightened out, so they can feel like they're a part of society again. Right. Get them a good job, reintegrate back there with their families and things. That's what I do. Uh, I'm a people person. Love to see people uh, get themselves back together. So that's what I've been doing, and that's how I roll. And just blessed to be here, Doc. I want to ask you something real quick. I know oh, you don't heard your son's album about 50 or 100 times. Oh, man. <laughs> What's your favorite cut? <laughs> My favorite cut? I like uh, 
the power song. Hey, hey, already the power song. I like it all. Right. But the power song. You know, it's just so much power. It's just something about that name. So much power. I like that. And uh, that's one of my favorite cuts on there. But I love the whole uh, album. And then I love some of those conscious, uh, the conscious uh, songs on there. Uh, that uh, talks about police brutality and uh, things of that nature. Uh, I just love the whole album. It's a very versatile uh, album. Uh, my son did an outstanding job, and um, DJ Turn It Up. You know that that you know I got to give props to that because I, I think I made my cameo. I'm just like you on the video, you know ain't you? Yeah, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm still hey, I'm still waiting on phone call. <laughs> I, I'm gonna get some phone call, man. No, but it, it ain't working so. <laughs> if I can piggyback off of that, I'll say my personal favorite. Um, it's such a complete album that my favorites change every couple weeks or so. I started out, uh, you couldn't tell me nothing about uh, DJ Turn It Up. Mm -hmm. DJ Turn It Up, especially with the solo cut from Dylan Trail. Thomas on the oh, end of that wow, joint. Man. Oh yeah, my God. Man. Does something to me every time. And when they do it live, it's just as sweet. Yes, sir. But um, my current favorite is, like Pop said, so much power. But I'm also a fan of that uh, that black and blue as well. Mm. Yeah, black and blue for pop. Black and blue. Black and blue, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What do you do? <laughs> yeah. I'm agree. Yeah, so much power. Yeah. So much power, ain't no set tripping. I think my All favorite. Oh, set tripping. Oh, yeah. Oldie but goodie. Yeah. Oldie but goodie. Well, yeah. I love it, man. Yes, uh, I know a while ago, OG mentioned um, police brutality. I hate getting into this, but I just want to touch on it real quick. You know, we got the, the police brutality issue going on, the NFL protest. And um, Marcus, with you being a policeman, you know, what's your view on the police brutality, the NFL protests, you know, just a quick overview of what your take is on it. In a nutshell, I think it is a problem in America. It has long been a problem. It is only now being addressed or uh, in the way that it is because now it's noticeable. Our people have been uh, singing about this, have been uh, protesting police brutality for decades, for decades. You can look back as far, even before the civil rights movement, we've uh, been telling the world about police brutality and the way that the United States government and its uh, representatives has handled people of African-American descent in this country. And it's only become knowledgeable now based off of the advents of social media. Everybody has a camera. So now America is forced to, um, to face the music on that. So it's definitely a real and true thing. And in regards to the national anthem protests, I have to... Um, my perspective on that is that it's not a protest of the national anthem. It was right. just a protest against police brutality in the way that America is treating its African-American citizens as well as its um, Hispanic-American citizens as well by uh, heavily policing them in poor communities and treating them as if they're third world, third world citizens or third class citizens. So. Um, I want to be clear that my interpretation of the movement is that no one is protesting the national anthem and protesting injustices within our communities. And I'd like to say something on that. Uh, 
and some things I'm just going to keep to myself on that. But I believe that one of the best ways to protest, uh, these incidents been happening in communities. Uh, I, I feel that the best way, one of the best ways to get your voice uh, heard is to go to council meetings. Go to council meetings and get on your council men or women, uh, your mayor, uh, let them know that you know what's going on and this got to stop. You have people in elected uh, officials that we place into office that's supposed to represent all people. We need to get on them and let them know that something got to be done. We need something done right now. And while our city officials are getting a pass, we need to load up and, and do things decently in order in our local council uh, meetings. Don't wait till something happens, but it's a good time to start right now. Find out when your local council meetings are started and, and see what type of plan do your local police department have uh, concerning uh, uh, their stopping of minorities, uh, uh, what their records on, uh, uh, what's going on for us, uh, them being discriminatory towards different people and stuff like that. And if it's happening in your city, you need to pack out those uh, council meetings where it makes a difference. Really not to say that, if something happened in my neighborhood, I'm a councilman where I'm from, in Arkansas, I feel it's my responsibility if there's a person killed in my town because of police brutality, I have a voice to let the mayor know and the chief know and those all involved that this will not be tolerated in our town. So being a city official, I feel a lot begins right there. So not just only with the protests, let's take a little bit further to our local city government and also those that represent us, such as our state representative and state legislator. We put these guys into office, or girls into office, every time there's an election. They owe it to us to make sure that people are done right by us, such as the police department. And uh, so um, the protest, everybody got a right to do that, but I feel we need to go a little further and start with our local uh, government. And that's where I feel. Church. Preach. Already. <laughs> Get on them. Uh, tabernacle. Yeah. Already. <laughs> Get on them. Man, I'm going to say something real quick about Sunday and how I felt about that. I think everything you seen Sunday wasn't a protest. That was more about solidarity. That was more about going against Trump. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Only the Seahawks and a given few players actually protested. The people you seen protest before Sunday came were the real people that was protesting. The Seahawks are the only team that gave a statement like we came out because we were protesting against police brutality. Everything else you seen Sunday and Monday was solidarity and a big horse and pony show to me. Right. If, if you want my opinion about yeah, it, yeah, yeah. what the Cowboys did that was that was horse and pony show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, for me, and, and that's my team. But. I, I give that uh, from one to ten. I give it a zero yeah. because yeah. you didn't do nothing for the movement. You you just showed solidarity against Trump. Yeah, yeah. you know wow. people can agree or disagree with that, but what you seen week one, week two, when you seen Michael Bennett, um, Marshawn Lynch sitting on the bench, and and a couple of guys like Peters those taking the knee or sitting on the bench, 
those were your real authentic protesters that was um, protesting what Colin Kaepernick was, was trying to protest about police brutality and these social injustices against minorities. Now everything else Sunday, nah. What about nah. the Pittsburgh Steelers when they made, they, I heard they made uh, Alexandria, uh, ex Army Ranger, made him apologize for uh, coming out to, you know, Made him apologize? Oh, yeah, he, he apologized. I didn't think he owed nobody no apology. If that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do. You know what I mean? Everybody have I their mean, own right. There, there's the truth. We were standing for, everybody was standing for the flag before Kaepernick started sitting. You know what I'm saying? Right. So let's not act like this is something foreign and something new or something bad now. Because this is the thing that I've seen on Facebook, and I'm going to get off my soapbox because y'all the guests. <laughs> I've seen so many people on Facebook trying to take count on who was protesting and they better protest. But these are the same people I see at the high school football game standing up with their hands on their heart. Already. So don't be telling people to do something that you won't do. Right. You're having mm. people to do your own dirty work. Mm. I see you know what I'm saying? Mm. You can sit up there proud, singing, yeah. but then you talk about <laughs> you need to protest. Yeah. It don't work like that, bro. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. Me, <laughs> I, I, I stand because what I did for the country, right? But then I'm not demanding nobody to protest neither. Right. But I understand the protest, and I'm, and I'm with them 100%. Different type of story. You know, now, another thing. thing that's important to note when it comes to any kind of protest, especially protests that largely affect the uh, African-American community, is that we have a tendency to criticize the different levels of protest within the protest itself. So we can start a protest and it becomes a movement and then we start tearing down that movement from the inside by right. saying, oh, well, you ain't doing it for the right causes or you're not doing it at this point, at this point, at this point. Um, so we begin to tear down our own cause because we become nitpicky about who's a true protester and who's not. I think it's important sometimes to just look at the big picture of it all and whether you're doing it for solidarity or whether you're doing it for protest, whatever, if it serves a similar goal or if you can take some kind of positive output from it, take what you can get and keep it moving as opposed to what we see now on social media is that we start attacking each other. Just like the woke movement comes along and it's very popular. But then once it becomes too popular, it's like we're scared of something that becomes too popular. And then you, you gain a group of detractors. And then it becomes popular to attack what's popular. So then we, we're always working against ourselves because we feel the need to critique ourselves. When we probably should just recognize the big picture and just let the small things slide sometimes. And I agree with that. And I, another thing that goes along with that, I believe we need to respect. Respect each other's minds and decisions that ones make. And if a person decides to hold his hand over his heart and recite the Pledge of Allegiance or for the flag or whatever, let that person do. That don't mean he's a, a sellout or a, a, a house, what you call it. Yeah. and all that type of thing. Let a person be able to think for himself. You know, sometimes we can do different things, uh, different ways, but at the end of the day, we're fighting for the same cause. Mm. And, uh, and, I, and some people believe there are certain ways that they choose to fight for a certain cause, and everybody don't have to fight for the same cause the same way. Uh, and, 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 and that's what I believe. Uh, I choose to fight uh, a different way. I, 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 I believe in going to the source. 
I believe in going where the problem is. And that's why I mentioned earlier, we need to hold our police, local police departments accountable. All those uh, uh, places where those incidents happen, that, that's where it starts. You have to go and talk to the man who hired the chief, who had the police department, all those, and we need to get involved as a people with city government. We got to get involved with what's going on and let them know that we have rights like everybody else. And, and before these things like this happen, if we start showing our faces at these council meetings, and the reason I said that, and I'm so adamant about that, is because the only time that I see people of color, myself, my people, at council meetings is when things have went so far. Went so far. We need to get involved in our city government, find out what our city council is, uh, and go. And if, 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 if something happened and you have not be going, that's where you go and you have your beef at and you have a spokesman. Everybody can't talk at the same time. We, we'll mess up the whole deal. We need to have a spokesman get together with your councilman so your councilman can support you and back you, put his feet to the fire, and that's how you get things done. And if anything ever happened like that in my town, that's what I'm going to do. Because I will not tolerate in the town, that I'm not the mayor, but I am part of the councilor. I will not tolerate no type of police brutality or killings at all that's unwarranted. I'm not going to do that. Well said. <laughs> well, well said. I mean, when, I, I can't come behind that. <laughs> that was popping, baby. Just trying to keep it real. Hey, you got to. You're on the takeover. Yeah, already. And I'm so happy to be on the takeover. How y'all doing? <laughs> and because I always like to play devil's advocate, let me piggyback off that uh, off of this conversation before we move on. Okay. Um, just as much as we, pro, um, we protest against police brutality, I think it's also important to understand that. My man. No, I think it's also important to understand that not every instance where police put hands on someone is an instance of brutality. Right. Okay. Right now, we put cameras on everything, and we think anytime a police officer is well within his right to put his My hands man. on someone, police that they're man. brutalizing someone. Right. right. Some people are actually. Uh, put the uh, put the officer in fear for their lives or My their man. safety, and the officer has a right, All has right. a has a responsibility, and has a right to go home to his family or whatnot. So, if by your actions you are negligent, or you force that officer to make a snap decision to protect himself, then uh, we have to look at that in totality and not look at it in a snapshot of a thirty second video. We have to try to our best to look at it in totality and take into account that these police officers do a dangerous job and they do have a right to go home to their family. That's my police over there. That's my man. We and that's from a policeman. That's it's a just police. ain't just no regular two that's officers. The man, shoot. It's a oh, real deal over there. Ready. Oh, ready. <laughs> but not only are you a policeman, you're also an entrepreneur. Lord Jesus. Uh, Oh man, yeah, I, now, I, I do. I do a few things. Now you know everybody says they want to be an entrepreneur, want to be an entrepreneur. They're gonna start their own business, but I don't think people realize how hard it is, and you know the patience it takes, and all that. So give them a quick overview about you know the struggles of being an entrepreneur, starting off, trying to get support, just getting your business off the ground. Man, um, if you really dedicate yourself to entrepreneurship, you have to dedicate. You have to understand that the support won't be there when you need it. 
The yeah. money won't be there when you need it. The help won't be there when you need it. Nothing that you really need. Uh, it's just the way that life is, man. When you really, if it's something, if it's your life goal, every one of us, no matter what our um, backstory is, no matter what our upbringing is, we have aspirations in life. Whether you're born with a million dollars or you're born with one dollar, you have a certain aspiration, a certain drive within yourself that you have to reach. And that particular thing is just as hard for you as it is for me to reach whatever that goal is. I believe that. And uh, I believe entrepreneurship was mine. And it's a difficult walk. Uh, you have to really be dedicated to putting all of yourself, all of your time, all of your money, all of your resources, all of your love into the um, field of entrepreneurship. But where we fail as a people, um, of all people, not even uh, race, uh, race specific, is that we, it's easy to take care of the front end, the part of the business that everybody sees. It's easy to do that portion of it. But where most businesses fail is on the back end, dedicating yourself to doing the paperwork, filing your taxes on time. Doing, if you ain't dedicated enough to put yourself in the office and be there at 2 o'clock in the morning doing boring portion of the business, doing the paperwork, the part that nobody's there to see, then your business is probably going to fail. So um, if you're going to go into business, dedicate yourself to doing the hardest portions first, which is why whenever someone tells me that they want to go into business, the very first thing that I uh, encourage them to do is to do a business plan. Not because I think business plans are important or that they even are necessary to starting your business, but what it does is it forces you to sit down and do the most boring part of starting a business. To do a proper business plan takes days and days and days, takes hours of laboring over your business with a fine-tooth comb, doing market analysis and research or whatnot. And if you can dedicate yourself to doing a business plan on your business and properly researching your business, then you have the discipline to do the, the work on the back end and do your taxes and do your employees' payrolls and all those boring tasks on the back end. So if you can't sit down long enough to do a business plan or you're one of those people who think you can pay somebody to do a business plan for you, then you're probably going to fail in business. Well, well Marcus, I, I tell you, and I'm not just saying, I'm not that Switzerland Dixie, uh, Bon Tonk is a, a beautiful place. I mean, I'm proud when I come in here to such a beautiful and well-ran um, uh, facility, a place that you can go and chill. Uh, when a person starts a business, do you suggest that they take some type of business course? Uh, did you take any kind of business course to help you out to understand business and all that type of thing? Um, two things. One, if you, can uh, if you have access to those courses, please take them. Most of your community colleges offer all types of business courses for free, specifically in the uh, area of northwest Louisiana and Shreveport in particular. Wow. Uh, LSUS offers weekly business courses, absolutely free. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is register, go in, sit down, and you can learn a ton. So um, definitely do that. But on the other side, of, not even on the other side of it, but also... I think uh, we overcomplicate businesses in a lot of different ways, whatever. We've been doing business your whole life. Every time you go, went to a store your entire life, you were doing business. You were making a business transaction. The only thing is you're on one side of the coin, 
on one side of the coin and the business is on the other side. But if you flip your perspective, you've been a business owner your whole life. You own money in your pocket, right? Mm -hmm. So every time you go to the store, you have something of value, they have something of value. You're selling them your money in exchange for their product, right? You've been doing business your entire life and if you look at it like that, then you already know business. Business is all about supply and demand and what you have valuing one product in exchange for another product. And if you look at it in the most simplest terms, we all know business is very common sense. Have a product that people want, put it in a location that they can get to it and advertise the hell out of it and give them a quality service and a quality product and they'll keep coming back for it. My man. Dilly, dilly. Already. <laughs> That's Marcus. Come on down to Bon Ton. <laughs> and I appreciate your kind words on our establishment. I thank you. Uh, thank you for coming by. Already. Yes. Wow. Well, I don't want to waste this opportunity with OG Ricky Lad here. Uh, so yeah. we, we was having a, um, a good conversation. What was that? Monday night? What, yeah, what the other night? Hold on. We, yeah, we had one about oh, man. relationships <laughs> and different things like that. Uh, Somebody <laughs> so about to get in trouble. I, I know that you got a lot of experience that you can give these guys some game on how to get their relationship on track, how to keep their marriage working. Well, well, well I, I see a lot of relationship is built on lust instead of love. And I think it's so easy to get those two mixed up. And uh, I would never, never uh, date anyone that, that they're not marriage material. Uh, sometimes we get into relationships and we don't take relationships serious. Re all types of relationships are serious, uh, even friendship. So when you get involved with the opposite sex and, 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 and you happen to date this person and, and you start caring for this person, um, that person should uh, be a part of you and you should be a part of them. And a lot of things that go with that, loyalty, dedication, commitment, and trust, and all that type of thing. Uh, myself, I always took relationships very serious. All relationships are, are very serious. And never, never, if that person that's not wifey material, a hubby material, and you see that, if you just want to be friends, be friends. But don't take it to the next level. That's where we make mistakes at. We, and, and another thing that have messed us up so badly is the external. Mm -hmm. We put too much emphasis on what a person look like on the outside. It, it makes a difference uh, sometimes. But uh, <laughs> yeah. the first thing is internally. What's in a person's heart, in their mind? Uh, a lot of times, and, 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 and since we own the thing, and I might tell, tell the truth, we look at sex first. Uh, we spend more time sexing the body instead of sexing the mind. We need to learn a person's mind. We need to learn uh, to see when a person's angry, how they deal with their anger, and all that type of thing. Dealing with a person emotionally, knowing what they're going through emotionally, instead of always looking at the physical, and we men got it bad because uh, sometimes, and women will, I can't say they want you to. Beer but but it, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's going to get you in trouble. 
you know, and, and that's going to get you in trouble. I mean, when, when men see your tongue sticking out and stuff like that, you're taking that thing to another level because some men can't stand to see your tongue sticking out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and they coming at you. You got to be careful, you know, and how you, you know, don't don't put so much emphasis on how you you look, you look nice, but don't put so much emphasis on your looks to try to entice a person. A person can see your inner beauty before they see your outer beauty. Outer beauty, and I'm telling you the truth, outer beauty have always meant very little to me. And I, and I like beauty, don't get me wrong. But we get so much uh, hung up on external looks, and when we get with that person, then you got a messed up mind. And if you want to make love to somebody, the first place you need to make love is the person's mind. And if you get the person's mind, you got the person. See that? Jay-Z charged $9.99 for games. I'm giving it to you for free. <laughs> that was popping. I'm giving it to you for free. Yeah, yeah, that was popping. I think I need to start getting paid. Yeah, that was popping. So, so, you telling them to get off that Instagram shopping, huh? Yeah, all that shopping, you know what I mean? You're going to get what you shop for. Wow. You know, what they, what, what, what you put out there, that's what you're going to get. And I'm not saying don't look nice. Look nice. A man love a nice-looking woman, and, 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 and he's not basically looking always at her shape. Not always looking. You, 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 can, you, can, you can miss something beautiful in your life just because you're looking at the external. If we start looking on the internal, and start getting a chance to know each other and, and start doing things together. And be also watchful and mindful that when that person gets angry, what, what ticks that person off? What makes that person angry? What, all the type of thing, you gotta deal with it. You, then you mess around and start getting in a relationship with this person, then you'll start to find out a lot of things about this person that you didn't know because you're so busy trying to hook up and, 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 and tighten up and all that type of thing instead of looking at her mind, getting to know each other, the walks in the park, picnics, going to the zoo, going out to dinner, no strings attached, getting a little sugar at the dope, getting a little sugar at the car. You know, know each other, talk, communicate. And, and because all those things gonna come in a relationship, when you put that ring on that finger, whatever it took for you to get her, that's what it's going to take to keep her. And we'll put game on her to keep her, the, the get her, but then we stop doing what we're supposed to do, and that's vice versa, when we get her. Tell him, OG. And the same thing it took to get your baby hooked is going to take the very same thing to keep her. Oh, I'm charging for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm charging iTunes 99 cent a down. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> you want to weigh in? <laughs> now, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I love these type of conversations, y'all. So y'all know I'm a, <laughs> I got a church in on this. And um, I grew up without father figures. Um, so it's not every day that I get a chance to um, pick the brain of OGs or whatever. So I'm going to take this opportunity. Do that. Now. You say you got to get to know their minds. Know so their mind. before I dig straight into it, let me ask a couple of questions. Go ahead, Doc. Do you believe that um, we are naturally physically, physical attraction comes first, first mm -hmm. and foremost. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to know your mind if I don't even like to look at you. Mm -hmm. So um, I think 
our natural inclination is to want a woman or um, for women to want the man physically, and then the mind part comes secondly. So do you think that we should uh, neuter ourselves or go against our natural tendencies to look at the physical first and force ourselves into situations where we can pick up the mind? And if so, how do we do that in modern age when everything is based off of looks? And I see you on Facebook and Instagram first and foremost. It's not like we're meeting over the phone. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at you first. Yeah, and, and, and every person is different. I think what happened is that, you know, when we look to tend to look at a, at a woman, uh, most men tend to lust after her. Uh, I was a player in the day. And back in the day, you want to look at a good-looking woman. And we have the shape we want to see her in. You know, she got to be 36, 24, 36. Coke bottle. A Coke bottle figure. And all that. Well, what about that 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 little heavy woman, or what we call big bone? Hmm. That big bone woman can make you a good woman. Hmm. But we get so caught up in the shape and the sizes that we forget to, to to think about that person on the inside. Because when you look at shapes, and when you look at people externally, you can do something about that. You can do something about that. There are things you call exercise. There are things she ain't got no meat on her bone. There's something you call food that she can eat. You know? <laughs> wait, wait a second, OG. Hey, they can eat shots. Yeah, Implant, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever it takes. But, but, but we need to stop getting away from next I'm not talking about, please don't get me wrong. Ain't nothing like a, a woman that she knows she's, and, and, and I said like this, she, when a woman is, is so conceited that she knows that she's beauty and she's trying to attract a man just because of her beauty. But I don't want us to ever so get caught up with that woman and neglect that woman or that man because he's heavy. He's not, he's not, he don't have a six pack. He don't have the tattoos. He don't have a nice shaped chest. He might have some boobs. Uh, but that'd be a, that, that, he, he can be a good, he, 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 could, he could be a good man for that person. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I, 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 boobs ain't nothing wrong with that, was it? Oh, no. All right, well, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So, 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 you know, I, I'm just speaking from experience. Look, I'm 59 years old, and I've been with a variety of women, uh, different sizes. My, 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 even my wife, my wife is not the same size uh, that she was when I met her. Uh, and, 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 but I love my wife. I love my wife, and I, and I don't love her because of what size she was. Yeah, I was attracted to, attracted to her uh, in a way because of her looks, but my main attraction with my wife is when I sit there in that car outside of Mitchell Lounge, a club, and I talk to her about three hours, and I begin to know her likes, her dislikes, her wants, her desires, what she want to do in life, that turns me on. Hmm. That turns me on, takes me another level. And different men, different stroke for different folk. A lot of men, a lot of men, a lot of women, they want to see how a person get their groove on. They want to test drive the car. Uh, well, let me tell you something. I ain't got to test drive no car. All I got to do is look under the engine, look on the inside and see what kind of features they got. Tell them over They got some features in the heart mm -hmm. that I like. You can be my girl. And that's where I look at. That's how I've been married. Let me tell you something. I've been married 37 years, 37 years, 37, 37 Ooh. years. Be 38 in December. Tell to, the, again. To, the, to, the, to the one woman. And I've been around the block. But this woman caught my eye. This woman caught my mind. 
because of the things that we talked about rather than what I looked at. That's important to me. And I think if we start basing our relationships, am I answering your question? Yes, sir. Inner, see, that's such a that's such, that's such a thing, and I don't know I'm shut up, but that's such a thing as inner beauty. Inner beauty. Now, if that woman got that total package, inner beauty, because you can take a woman that uh, 150 pounds, 130, 120, and she can be the worst person that you ever, ever want to be with. She cool when you first get together, but you can take that woman that that 220, 215, and she can treat you. She can treat you just like you're a king. Do the thing. So we get so hung up on looks. Nothing wrong with looks, because I want my wife, even though she's not the same size she used to be, and I hope she don't look at this because I'm talking about her size. However, as long as she got the same attitude that she had the same personality that she had before I met, when I met her, we all good. And I love her to the moon and back. Yes. And her size wouldn't make a difference. Anything to add, Junior? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Junior, what you saw in that household growing up? Come on, man. Give us that third person perspective. Yeah, yeah, give us that third I mean, person, Junior. All I can say is, is everything he said is everything that he said was real. You know, uh, just growing up in a household, I saw love. I, I had that model of uh, what a, a husband and wife uh, should be like. So, um, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, I desire what they have. So, I mean, what he said is 120% real. So. <laughs> I mean, I can't pretty much, I, that's too much more you can say about it. You know? can, can I say a little bit more? Just a little tad more. Oh, no. Go right ahead. Now, look. <laughs> you can have a woman, and all she concerned with, I'm trying, if it's her looks. Now, I'm not talking about every woman. Please don't misunderstand me. A woman, she would spend hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars taking care of her outward appearance, and there ain't nothing wrong with that. But when the rubber meets the road, when you start getting married and start having children, that's have to change unless you're a millionaire. You can do it if you got the money. But most of us, the inter relationships, and we got what we call a high maintenance, it could be a high maintenance man, it could be a high maintenance woman. And we're talking about relationship between a man and a woman. If you got a high maintenance person and then you happen to fall in love then you fall in love, then you get married, and now you start having children, things got to change. And that's where it was in my house. Things had to change. My wife, look, man, you, my wife was off the chain. I mean, she's still off the chain, but she, I mean, when she, put on, when she put on a bathing suit, to me, I drew. I mean, I drew. I mean, dripping everywhere. I mean, all over. You know, just everywhere. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, like that. But however, she's not the same size as she used to be years ago when we met. But when I still see her, I still got the same drool. Now, she might not have wear the same bathing suit that she used to wear, that little two-piece. But she can put that one piece on, I'm still drooling. So we cannot get caught up on the flush. Now, yes, the traction, the look, gonna catch your eye. But don't let that be the total 
package that you look at without getting a chance to know the person's heart. That's all I'm saying. Man, I gave them a podcast for folk for, and I'm charging a dollar ninety nine. It ain't even ninety nine cent no more. And I, you know, a lot of people don't agree with that, but that just that just me. You ask OG. Oh no no no. Yeah, and I, and I, I OG. OG OG had to just tell you. Uh, where it is. I see a lot of relationships crumble. I do marriage counseling. We have a marriage ministry this weekend. So if you're in the Arkansas area, if Rick is on live, if you want to come to the marriage ministry uh, Friday night at the creek uh, uh, at 5 o'clock, we're going to be there uh, Friday night and Saturday. That's what we're going to be talking about because I've seen so many people that gotten married and they've gotten married because they were looking mostly on the outward appearance, how good that person was in bed, got caught up in that, now it's time for the rubber to beat the road. Now that's all they got to offer is that bed works. And all the time, the bed don't work. Hey. Hey. Man. Already. <laughs> man, boy, what did we didn't touch? I ran out of questions. I, <laughs> I, I, I thought I had a series of questions. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> all them don't win. one did it. Respect, respect. Wow. That's good knowledge, man. Y'all, y'all wow. hold on to that. Y'all, y'all take that to heart. That's good knowledge. Y'all got uh, 37 years of marriage talking to y'all, and um, y'all always say y'all want what y'all parents had or what y'all grandparents had or whatnot. There's a formula to it. I mean, there's a lot of hard, hard uh, hardships that they go through. I'm sure. That's it. I'm sure they had their challenges. I'm That's sure it. they had their fights. That's I'm it. sure he didn't slept in another room or <laughs> or elsewhere or whatever when they had those fights or whatnot. But um, that's part of the game or whatever. And um, they were soldiers in love, so they fought for it. And can I, they can stayed I ask you a question it. on that sleeping in bed? You wouldn't have questioned the statement you made. Yeah, go ahead. Look, when oh, I first started, okay. when I first started, let me tell you what I used to do. I used to get upset with my wife. I mean, no, it's no such thing as a perfect marriage, number one. We need to get that out of our, our vernacular. It's no such thing as a perfect marriage. And I don't care if you're a preacher, pastor, deacon, bishop, uh, 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 whoever you is, uh, you're going to have some, 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 some problems in your marriage. Now, what I used to do, I used to get out of my bed, my bed, and go sleep on the couch. Look, I stopped doing that. That's my bed. I'm not going to make a practice of leaving my wife in the bed because I'm upset with her about something. Now, I'm getting right back in that bed. Now, I might not want her to touch my leg or nothing like that. Don't, don't give me some time. You know what I mean? But I'm not getting out of my bed no more. You know what I mean? So, so, so sleeping in different bedrooms, getting so upset and different things like that, that's not the way to mend anything. Unless you're a violent, if you're a violent person, you need to go on, you know, straight getting yourself some counseling, all that kind of stuff. But I'm not leaving out my bedroom just because we couldn't get along, uh, or that we got an alt, or got a problem. We need to stay in that bed. And and one of the things that we have to learn in a relationship is when we have issues, we need to sit down and talk about it. And that's what they call communication. And you need to humble yourself so you can be able to listen what that person have to say about you that you don't want to hear. And that's vice versa. If you're going to straighten it out, look, one of the guys uh, years ago, I used to piggyback on him because I want everybody to know what I was thinking to him, was Benny Latimo. Benny Latimo back in the day had a son, let's straighten it out. Sit yourself down, girl, and talk to me. Oh, hey, Tell me what's on your mind. You know what I mean? Oh, hey. <laughs> ah, 
See, that's what we got to do. We got to sit ourselves down and talk to each other and tell what each other on our mind. I'm sick and tired of all this stuff going on when we, can shoot, when we should be getting it on. Hmm. You know what I mean? So it's time out for that. We need to know how to work relationship. And that's my piece. I'm See that? See, Therese OG said, I ain't got to sleep on that couch no more. Don't do it. I can stay. <laughs> no. That's my bed. That's our bed. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. Ladies, look. <laughs> Ladies, look. <laughs> That's just OG. Y'all like to throw us on the couch sometimes. But let me, tell you, let me tell you a secret. The couch is really one of the dopest places to be. And I'm going to tell you why. The big TV oh, is where the couch is. Your body heat. Ain't what a couch is. Mm-hmm. The fridge is closer to the couch than it is to the bedroom. So really, it's Both a bad down. idea to send us to the couch. Like we comfortable on the couch a lot of times with that. And the beer is down. Right. <laughs> come on. Come and on. the X-rated movie. Come, and, come on, man. Think about what I didn't y'all mean to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Think about what y'all doing. <laughs> Think about what y'all doing. All the great amenities. <laughs> Is near the couch. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> I know you ain't gotta have to worry about having the cover snatched off of you. So if I you really <laughs> wanted to treat us bad, you would sleep on the couch yourself and leave us in the bedroom lonely. Oh, you that, know that that if you did that, that'd hurt my soul. Oh no, you don't gave him a blueprint. <laughs> now I got Man, come on, we gotta we Man, we've been holding on to the game so long. We've been holding on but to the game keep so holding long. On to it. <laughs> we hey. got it. We got to throw him a bone every once in a while. <laughs> it's a lot of things can happen in the couch. <laughs> look, y'all women got toys. Listen, men got toys too. If you look right behind that suit, uh, there's a girl in there that can't move. That your boyfriend or your husband gave her a name. Uh, and while you put him on that couch, that little <clears throat> thing that came from back. <laughs> now let's keep it that. Hey, oh, boy. you think I'm lying. Check behind the suits. What if they don't wear since they behind the dicky suits? <laughs> it don't matter because we about to end. All right, anyway. So, hey, hey Marcus, you go ahead and give your, you know, um, I think y'all your social media handles if you want to. You know, shout outs about your business, any shout outs, um, hey. whatever you want to do. Hey, folks, uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, again, my name is Marcus Mitchell. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a local, uh, uh, local police officer. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, personality within the city of Shreveport. Check me out. Check my business out. Please come out and support Bon Ton's Coffee please do, Bar. Please do. Um, we don't judge our own product, but uh, listening to the customers, uh, they say we got some pretty good coffee and we got a pretty nice atmosphere. And they keep coming out for it. So um, come by. Check it out. Also, we just opened three weeks ago. We had the grand opening for Art Tipsy Wine and Arts Bar. We do cocktails. We do wine. We do instructional art classes, everything from paintings to making your own pottery to dance classes, uh, comedy shows, poetry nights. Uh, Come out. It's a 21 and up spot. Come out and check that out. There's There's no place like it in the city of Shreveport. Check that out. Also, this Friday... 
I'd be remiss if I didn't mention we got a comedy show coming up at Art Tipsy. Uh, comedy show at 8 o'clock starring Trey Mack, comedian Trey Mack, who's been on Comedy Central, who's been on uh, Kevin Hart's The Heart of the City as a comedian. Come check the young man out. Give him your support. He's in our city this Friday, this Friday at 8 o'clock at Art Tipsy. Tickets are only $10, and he will be accompanied by touring comedian artist um, Antonio Barnes, who goes by that stage name of Hot Topic. They will be co-headlining a really, really dope show, and they are going to bust your gut. So come <laughs> check these young gentlemen out as they do their things in this city or whatnot and patronize these businesses, all right? And I appreciate y'all for tuning in. All right. Ricky Lat Jr. Man, final words. Hey, just make sure if you can, October the fifth, come out and support me. Uh, Voodoo Cafe. Uh, that's on Commerce Street. Just go to PrizeFest.org. Uh, that's where you get the tickets. I'm competing against three other bands. Let's pack it in, pack it in. Yes, let's do it for my boy. Yes, sir. The more people to marry, uh, the more support, the better. Uh, so I appreciate the love, and once again, welcome to Soulville. Already, shout out to my son. Look, I think I'm thankful to be here. Superstar P, my man Marcus. Look here, my son Ricky Lat. Look, I appreciate y'all listening to me tonight. Look, this is G version. Uh, this is who I be. This is what I do. And uh, you, sometimes you're agreeable, sometimes you're not. That's the way how I feel. I feel I got a lot to bring to the table. 37 years, 38 Dem- December the 6th. I don't forget no days like that. So, look. Thank y'all for listening. God bless you. God keep you. And love the Pope. Hope to see you back again. God bless you. Well spoken from the OG. (laughs) 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 But man, y'all know know what the father said. You know, we're on Facebook, Takeover Podcast Show. We're on Instagram, D underscore Takeover 903. Um, Let's see. Boy, I lost it all. (laughs) We We on all the... The um, mm. podcast platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, SoundCloud. Stitcher, SoundCloud, all that. Subscribe, share. Um, when you see Bon Tom's Coffee Bar, share that. Come support. Man, leave that Starbucks alone, man. That stuff ain't good for you. Come on down man, here. Man, come on down here to fun. Y'all don't even know. Y'all need to come. Ain't, ain't no good, man. Ain't no good. Come and have some artisan handmade coffee, man. Yes, come yeah. on, expand your horizon, folks. Yeah, come come on, out here. My man. Quick one of these places is letting machines can, make Can you give them twice a week? Can you at least give them twice a week? I mean, y'all letting machines make y'all coffee, man. Come out here and watch somebody make coffee by hand. Enjoy the taste. Enjoy the flavor of it. And just support a business within your city. Local businesses keep money local, and they go back to support local families, and they build your local communities, man. Uh, I see y'all. We've been getting a ton of support. Uh, so keep it up, Shreveport. I'm proud of y'all. Y'all allow us to be here. We're going into our third year. So uh, I, I ain't got nothing bad to say, All man. Right. Thank you guys for the support. Hey, yo, y'all know y'all made Cardi B's song go number one in the country. Can we get can we get Ricky Land up there? Get him up there. Hey, can, can, we get, can, we there? Hey, can we get up hey, there, man? Now. Hey, come on, can we y'all? get so much power to get on this chart? Yeah. Give him a little bit. Give him a little bit. Just a little bit, Rick. Right. Come on. Come yes, on. Give him a little bit. That's where you play the song right there. Ah. <laughs> yes, we sir. gonna play it. But one more thing, man. Don't y'all send me no more celebrity stuff talking about make it go viral. If you can't make Ricky Land stuff go viral. And your artists in your city stuff go viral. Don't send me no more of that stuff. Hey. I ain't finna make it go viral. Come on, that stuff will go viral on its own. It's time to get some new stars. 
I got one sitting in front of him. I got Ricky Lat. Let's make his stuff go viral. And I tell you, Ricky Lat is a legitimate star, folks. Y'all gonna see it. Um, y'all gonna see it. Y'all gonna be late <laughs> to the party. But I noticed it from the first time I met this young man. And uh, yeah, legitimate star, legitimate star with great vision. Uh, man. I'm I'm excited. I'm excited about his future. <laughs> yeah. I am incredibly excited. And I'm glad I got a chance to meet him on the ground level because it's only going up from here. I'll tell you. You and me both. So man, I'm gonna give a shout out to Badass Billy, Chef, OGPC, DJ Marley, the bro with the bros that are not here. You know, I know y'all support, man. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. But I'm gonna ask Ricky Lat to do me a favor. Hit us with a little bit of that so much power, and then we gonna go into the song. Oh Lord. Yeah. Okay. Just, just, just hit us with a little bit. The way she walk, the way she move, the way she dance, I like it groove. Don't make no mistake about it, baby. Okay, that's it. <laughs> and here comes the song, so much power. Ricky Lane on Takeover FM, and we out of here. Like, oh, like, oh, like, oh, Get
for you. Pleasure for your measure. Now, now, did I, did I tantalize your taste buds? Ooh wee! <laughs> Was it enough flavor for you to savor? Did I please you? Soulville.